Hi everyone, it's Grax here from rgproductions.com. Hi there, how are you all doing? I'm well, thanks. We've all just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival 2014 and we've all had an amazing time. We've learned so many things. And today's episode of the RG Podcast is a particularly special one because you will listen to the Saturday's recording of the RG Podcast live featuring Loretta Main as a special guest. And she really was a special guest. Speaking of guests... Next week's episode of the RG Podcast, which will be episode 33, is going to be a guest real podcast, which will be featuring all of our guests that turned up to the RG Podcast live during our Ed Fringe run. Guests including PDT, Tom Mayhew, Wilfredo, El Britannico, and of course, Loretta Main. That episode will come out on Monday the 25th of August, 2014. But for now, I will leave you with today's RG Podcast Live. Thanks. Oh, just, just a... Uh, uh, not bad. No, no, just... Uh, funky, funky. I just... Uh, uh, saucy. Oh, this, uh, this is shit. Come on, Hulk. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RG Podcast Live! Hello, Saturday. How are we doing? Hello. Welcome. I can't see a bloody thing in this black box. The beautiful black box, the padded cell on the eighth floor of a hotel. Hey, <laughs> let's do a lift, like, to seven. I can't do scotch. Accents are hard. Um, <laughs> and they can walk the rest. Um, right, welcome. Welcome to the RG Podcast Live. Um, so the RG Podcast, we're recording today's show. Um, so thank you very much for coming along. Uh, we've all got name badges, which is good. That means we can talk to you as if we know you. You can be our friends. Um, we'll do some basic housekeeping first, though. Um, so before we begin... Um, you know, the aim is to get it into the stratosphere or on the Guardian or Channel 4 or something like that. So, for the time being, we're not. So we can do a big swear. Let's get a brunch swear out of the way, because brunch is the best time of day to do some swearing. Um, so I'm going to count down from three to two to one. And then, if you could do your best swear, it could be a really horrible one or a really nice one. You know, depends how you feel. Don't mind. I don't mind. Um, so let's try that. In th three, two, one. We had a bus wanker. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> you! What's your name? Palanomino Go. Is that. What is that? I don't know. Is that your real name? Are you in a witness protection program? <laughs> Did she? Palanomino. That's going to be really difficult later on in the show. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> bus wanker. That was a good one. Do we have any advance on a bus wanker? Good censorship. <laughs> nice. <laughs> As I know then. Yesterday we had some guy who just go, tits. <laughs> it, it, to be fair, yeah, it's ambitious, but it was a fail. Um, right, so the show's 45 minutes long. Um, we're not expecting a fire alarm. But if it, it does go off, just fuck it, just run. Literally, but do not use the lift. Because fire defeats electricity. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, okay. Um, so, you know, we all look a bit baffled today because there's random, random guys there chatting to you. Um, but anyway, let's introduce some other people. 
whilst we're at it. Um, so in a particular order, we have a former child, our first guest. Um, he's, he's the UK's uh, third Phil Collins impersonator. It's like he's, he's, he's almost there. He's almost there. And with your help, maybe he could get to number two. Um, so he's he, a guy that I've known for years and years and years, and he really helps, uh, you know, he brings a certain something to the show. He's, he's big in Germany. He's, he's got a German fan. Um, <laughs> that's another fact. That's, a, that's an actual fact. Um, his this, is a, this is a true story. He, he posted, you can, tell, you can be the moral compass on this. His German fan, Ralph, <laughs> that's probably not his name, I think it's Michael or something, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Ralph, for the purpose of this, Ralph. Ralph wrote a letter to, to this guy and he said, would you please send me a topless photo? <laughs> and he did. <laughs> please welcome to the stage, it's Grats Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hello, Grax. How are you? Well, I can feel it calling in the air tonight. Hey. Oh, Lord. All week you've been working on that, haven't you? It took me seven days. <laughs> For that joke. <sighs> well, the thing, in, in, in all respect, I like to please my fans, and if they ask me for things, I yeah. try to deliver. And you literally sent him a naked picture, didn't you? No, it was just topless. It's just to see my manly chest hair, because he is a very strange person. I, well, no, he's a fan of the hairy chesty man. He likes he likes a manly man, which I am. He is going to murder you and eat you. He <laughs> is not. I've to how many times have I told you this? <laughs> He's going to. Okay, let's get the other guy on. Um, the other guy. Oh, how disrespectful. Uh, this is this guy. We gr he was groomed for a podcast. Um, he's, our, he's our Middle East correspondent. He's from Litchfield, a city. It's not, it's not a city. It's like a village with a cathedral. Um, the king of the A38. He owns both of his legs. Ladies and gentlemen, a he's, a, he's such a kind lover. And he insists on writing all of his intros. Uh, it's, in, it's Michael Bell of the internet. Yay! It's Michael Bell. Yes. Oh, it's warm up here today, isn't it, Michael Bell? I put my cardigan on for no reason. I know, you're wearing a hat. I've gone full teacher today. Cardigan, hat, glasses. And also, I will also um, give out topless pictures if anyone wants them. So <laughs> He's here all day, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies. Paloma, no, 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 go. What do you reckon? Fancy it? Fancy a bit of that? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can get the full set if you really want. We'll like talk po after the show. Like horrible Pokemon. <laughs> 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 Let's crack on with the show, chaps. Welcome to the RG Podcast. Okay, so we usually like to start the show with some local news and we have a jingle that goes like this. We can't afford a keyboard. Man walks into a bank and poos on floor several times with a calm but angry look. Brilliant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you find this? What expression did they want him to have? Well, this came from the mirror. <laughs> Constipated? No. In that's, in that's enthusiastic? <laughs> that's a terrible emotion. Determination? That's a terrible emotion. <laughs> <laughs> An enthusiastic shit. This comes from the mirror.co.uk and the story reads Staff shut the Barclays Bank in Andover, Hampshire while the mess was cleaned up after a bold, middle-aged man in his 40s walking around and made a special deposit. Is that, it wasn't you, was it, mate? No, not this time, no. I managed to keep it in. <laughs> they still haven't got And him. I'm in my 30s! Thank you. Do you want a round of applause for that? <laughs> yes! Yay! I think it's a huge achievement just being in my 30s. But you haven't said, I won't shit in a bank. <laughs> You would. The story reads on. <laughs> a man walks into a bank and defecates out of his shorts several times. Out he of his shorts? 
Yeah, several yeah. times. I didn't know he had it in. Just keep going and going. <laughs> Quite literally, and going. boom. He's here all week. No, he's not. He's going home tomorrow. It's true. Fuck for that. He said he was said to be a middle-aged and want to down with a calm but angry look. Customers Gareth McCarthy said, "I was just queuing up. There was about a dozen customers there, and this guy walks in. He looked pretty well to do. He was a middle-aged man in his forties, wearing shorts and trainers. And yeah, we know we've we've read the story already. So let's keep going on. <laughs> he didn't da- say anything at all, but you could tell from his face." He looked angry. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite quote on this is, and then as calmly as he walked in, he left. <laughs> <laughs> Shit everywhere. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> wow. Wow, like Kaiser Sozzi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look, we all have a special power, a superpower inside us, okay? He can manage to shit in the bank calmly and then leave. It's fine. <laughs> oh, the, the ending is great. The, the story quotes and finishes with, staff didn't know what on earth had just happened. The stench was unreal. A Barclays spokesman, sorry, I'll say it again, a Barclays spokesman declined to comment. <laughs> he was too busy cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cleaners were out of town and uh, someone had to pick, pick oh, clear out that, that mess. That's glorious news. Thanks for finding that, Grant. Yeah, I genuinely appreciate it. It yeah. really is... Um, that's quite shit. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It's a mucky really? start, though, isn't it? It is a mucky it's start. A mucky. Uh, it's a mucky what do you reckon? Can we repair this? I don't know. Well, eight mm. minutes should we, in. Should we take five? Time out? Time We've out. only just started. And besides, who's going to take over the, f- the show from us? We've started with man shits in bank. We need to, <laughs> to rethink. We need to recover. I guess. Um, right, okay. Okay, I've got a plan. Um, you might remember her from earlier, uh, misspelling your name on your name tags. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it gives me genuine pleasure to, to present the... Oh, the magnificent um, Adele Cliff. Please welcome Adele Cliff to the stage. Yay! Um, yeah, so as Andy said, I am Adele Cliff. I'm thinking recent revelations are making me think maybe she had dropped the cliff. Um, but I think that's been done, so I'm screwed. I'm nameless comic, and I'm here to tell you some jokes. Excellent. Having a glasses half full attitude might be a good way to live, but it'll make you a terrible optician. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. If you share it, it won't last as long, and that's why I'll never share or donate my organs, my blood, or my sperm. I'm thinking I need to get into some new hobbies. I used to be really into semaphore, but now I'm flagging. <laughs> Any semaphore fans in? Last time I did that, someone did some semaphore at me. Or I assume that's what they were doing, and not just going, you're rubbish in semaphore. I'm thinking of becoming an entrepreneur. I've, um, you've heard of orthopedic shoes. Well, I've invented orthodontic shoes. Brace yourselves. <laughs> <coughs> One in three people will get cancer in their lifetimes. Sorry. Um, I have two younger sisters, and I've been periodically dosing the youngest with radiation since birth, so I'm feeling fairly confident. <laughs> My granddad has said that when he dies, he wants to leave a legacy. I thought that was a bit weird, but I bought a chainsaw and a canoe as a precaution. When um, We do worry that when people die, we might forget how they were in life, and that's why my, when my great-uncle died, we fired him full force from a cannon into a memory foam mattress, which we mounted in the dining room. Um, speaking of death, dictators. A Mugabe is only half as bad as a Magar wasp. Um, if Stalin was a starling, far fewer people would have died. Right, what should we do next? The best life advice I ever got from my athletics coach was that if you fall at the first hurdle, you should just do the regular 400 metres. As a child, I wanted to be a rapper until I suffocated my sister. I'm going to do a pun about Formula One. Spoiler alert. 
actually got two because that was one there. Anyway. What does Daniel Ricardo give his teammate when he's ill? A Sebastian Vetwell card. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly the reaction I hope to elicit with that joke. Um, sometimes I daydream about getting back to nature, maybe living in a forest away from technology, and then I think about the practicalities and I just stop. Uh, my favourite event in the harassment-based portion of the Olympics is the 50-metre breaststroke. You're right to question that, because, of course, the 50 metres is actually only in the World Championships. They're still campaigning to get it into the Olympics, so actually it would be the 100-metre breaststroke if that joke was accurate. Trench foot. Eep, that sounds painful, and then some. <laughs> I was dating an extension cable, but I think he's leading me on. Apparently he wants a four-way. That's not true. I was dating a snowboarder, but I can't snowboard, so that went downhill. That's not true either. Um, I once got dumped by post-it note. That is true. <laughs> it's not funny, it's just true. One of my own post-it notes on my own laptop, which he had used to change his relationship status on Facebook. But I'm not bitter, it's fine. Revenge is a dish best served like a creme brulee with the liberal application of a blowtorch, which is why my ex-boyfriend has such terribly high home insurance premiums. Um, it's fine though, I, yes I am single because I blowtorch people's houses, um, but I think a relationship is like a budgie in a cage. It looks beautiful and exciting, but then you let it out and it shits all over your soft furnishings. I've got a lot of friends though, so I'm alright. Some of my best friends are flowers. There's a lot of stigma attached to being a flower though. No, no, sorry, there's just one. There's a lot of stamen attached to a flower. I did a biology degree just so I could do that. <laughs> Wasn't worth it. <laughs> um, how do you kill an emo snail? Rock salt. <laughs> uh, my yoga teacher said that if I want to find enlightenment, I've got to look inside myself. And I said, this is the beginner's class. I'm not that flexible yet. <laughs> right. Let's, I'll leave you th with a thought that no one else seems to like, but I love it. Is a spoon really a spoon if it can't spoon with other spoons? I call this the ladle conundrum. Right, whilst you think about that, let's welcome back the 1994 Safeway Award winners for lactose tolerance. It's the RG Podcast Live. Ladies and gentlemen, Adele Cliff, Mirth Wrangler. Thank you, Adele. Most welcome. Why I'm sat here, I don't know. This, was, this wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> Come on, Andy. Would you like to join us, please? Take a seat. Ah, ooh. So I think you've managed to do a great service for the show right now. You've managed to make us look good. I obviously have, yes. Oh, thank you, well done. Everyone enjoyed my oh. puns. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, it happens all the time. This is like the fifth time he's done it. Thanks, right. It's all right. Spoiler alert. Ooh. Right, okay. Um, so, are you useless? I've been told. <laughs> are you useless? Yeah. I'm pretty bloody useless, yeah. I must admit. Um, are you useless in love? Well... Yep. Are you oh. useless in love? Yep. Brilliant. Okay, <laughs> so... We need some advice. We do. We have a lady. We have. How can we utilize it? I have no idea. Do okay. you have an idea? That's well, no way creepy. <laughs> we have a lady. Mm. The door is locked. How can we use her? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this is the last show. <laughs> Don't hold your feelings back there, Greg. That was, that was brilliant. I know. I should do it more often. Mm. That was proper sore. It's almost like you're room. leading into something. Come on now. Yes, oh, yes, there I was. Um, right, okay, chaps. Um, what's the best medium for getting love advice? Telly. Telly. Who's the king of love? Silver Silver Black. Black. I call role play. Da 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 da
Hello and welcome to Blind Date. Surprise, surprise, she does impressions as well. Not very good ones. I'm Silla Black, if you couldn't tell. She is. I'm here. We've got three lovely bachelors with us today. They're hidden behind invisible polystyrene and we've got a lady. Hello, lady. She's prepared some questions for our bachelors. Let's find her some love. What is your name, dear? Hello, I'm Susan. Hello, Susan. Lovely to meet you. Have you prepared some questions for our bachelors? Yes, I have, Silla. You told me to. <laughs> Perfect, Susan. You seem to have been listening. Top work. Right. Have you got something to ask our first, first bachelor, Susan? Have you? <laughs> Fuck. Yes, I have, Silla. <laughs> She's quite vicious. <laughs> terrifying. I'm scared. Uh, bachelor number one, if you had to take me on a date without spending any money, what would you do? Well, first of all, hello, Suze. Um, can I call you Suze? No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Well, I've had to take you on a date without any money. Um, I think we'll go to the seaside, you know, walk down the pier, maybe go to some amusements, have a lovely walk down there. It'd be really nice. I don't live near the seaside. Okay. Um, then we'll go for a stroll in the countryside, walking hand in hand, and at the end of the day, we'll have a candlelit picnic. And I live in the lovely. city, not the countryside either. Look, you've got to make some effort here as well. This is just me at the moment. <laughs> Where did you get the candles for the picnic? Pocket. Always carry candles in your pocket on a date. Lovely advice, bachelor number one. We can't tell why you're single at all. I like less picky women. <laughs> well, you've come to the wrong place because Susan here has standards. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know her that well, but that's the impression I'm getting. Logistics, bachelor number one. Next time, logistics. Susan, carry on. <laughs> Thank you, Scylla. <laughs> bachelor number two, could you tell me something about yourself that I wouldn't guess? I know your pin number. So, um, <coughs> I know your pen number. Okay, um, bachelor number one? Uh, I have a fondness for jelly, I suppose. Don't we all, bachelor number one? I can tell you guys like jelly. What's your favourite? Lime jelly, of course, is my favourite flavour. A bit zany. Strawberry jelly, far too boring. Everyone loves strawberry jelly, but lime jelly, that's what it's about, isn't it? Palais de Bonneau. I wrote his name tag. I still don't know what he would have meant to say. <laughs> Right, Susan, have you got another question? Yes, I have, Scylla. Batch number three, what makes you feel sexy? Um, browsing through the Ann Summers online catalogue whilst wearing a pterodactyl outfit. Wow. Literally, could have picked anything, <laughs> batch number three. You're trying to woo, Susan, not make her think you're a complete freak. But Good uh, work. Good work. But I thought, honestly, no, was policy. that's the wrong sort of surprise. Surprise uh, to uh. give Susan. <laughs> Honestly, it's not the best policy. I've learned that through my many years in show business, but not as many as you think, because I'm only 40. <laughs> Susan, have you got any more questions for our bachelors? You're really dawdling today. I have got <coughs> more questions, Scylla. Perfect, Susan. Why aren't you asking them? I can't talk at the same time as you. Really? Come on, Susan. We're both empowered women. We can speak as one. We can't, because of how you're doing this sketch. <laughs> uh, bachelor number two, could you describe your perfect woman? I am not a number! Um, I I would like uh, sorry um, <coughs> I I would like a uh, tall 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 lady please to one um, how tall about six six um uh maybe four six four let's go six four like you're going for the IKEA catalog for a cupboard <laughs> <laughs> I will call her Svelte <laughs> yeah, perfect um, right yes yeah really tall leggy uh, must own um, books books must own books. Not 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 catalogues, books, all books. And um, if she's on social media, that'd be great, like the Twitter thing. But not not the Instagram or the um, the, the the you know the quick one, the Tinder. No, 
Uh, What's the other one? Uh, Snapchat. Hyperwanking. Snapchat. Snapchat. That's the one. No Snapchat, please. Right. But I'm on Snapchat, so I'm out. I'm sorry. Bachelor number two, although I'm not available. Anyway, that was lovely. I'm, she sounds like a great woman and non-existent. Have you got another question, Susan? Yes, I have. Um, where's the most romantic place you've ever been? Bachelor number one. Have you ever been to Skipton? No, I haven't. You should. It's the loveliest time of year. Okay. Um, bachelor number two. I've uh, I've been to T-Bay Services on the uh, M6. It's it's the best. Have you ever been? Have you ever been? No, I haven't. You genuinely should. Okay. Um, bachelor number three. Purgatory. <laughs> no, I've not been there either. Oh. <laughs> Excellent work, bachelors. Susan seems thoroughly wooed. Susan, are you scared? I am. I'm more scared of you, celebrity. Yes. Right, Susan. You've got to make a decision. Which one of our lovely bachelors do you want to take away and murder? None of them. Can I go home, please? Yes, you can, Susan! <laughs> That's the end of Blind Date. You've ruined it forever! Da 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Silla Black. How did we get Silla Black onto the show? She was glad Available of the work. Available for weddings and bar mitzvahs. <laughs> that was terrifying, wasn't it? it Silla's quite cheap. I'm scared. She's a strong, independent woman. Oh, like no Beyonce. Cracks, no cracks. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, right, okay. Well, let's crack on. Uh, from the medium of television to the medium of animal mediums. That makes perfect sense. Yes. I didn't write this bit. Um, it's time for my favourite part of the show. Yay. Thank you. It's I, I like it too. It's brilliant. It's Texas, the psychic horse. He knows what your pets are thinking. Nay. <laughs> First Scylla and now this. Uh, last show today, mate. Uh, <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, okay, yeah, general confusion in the room. Um, you have to be psychic to sense that. Alex at the front there, you're like, what? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> this is real, okay? We'll get, not that, that's not real. <laughs> um, it is real, but not. It's not an actual horse. So about Isn't it? <laughs> Nay. <laughs> um, about 15 weeks ago, we were perusing the lady magazines uh, for, for general material. And we came up and came across this. This is Take a Break, Fate and Fortune. This comes out every month. It's one ninety nine, and it's fucking mental. Um, okay, you can pick anything from it. There we go. Let's go with... Um, we were possessed on our Sunday stroll. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> but as part of this magazine, there's a section where morons write letters to a horse about their animal problems. Well, you wouldn't write to a human, would you? Because no. Texas is here to help with no. animal problems. Don't write to Psychic Sally. She's not qualified. No. But um, So this is, this is no word of a lie. We'll, we're going to do one of these. It's a beautiful, beautiful moment. Dear Texas, my seven-year-old cat, Malachi, went missing in 2011. Despite putting up posters and ringing local vets and radio stations, I never found him. It's <laughs> terrible not knowing whether he's dead or alive. Can you help? Says Carmen, 55, from Cornwall. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks for getting in touch, Carmen. <laughs> three years. <laughs> three, three years, first of all. Yeah. Sh you should go to a psychic first, of course, because they'll know before the pet goes missing. <coughs> <laughs> Is she trying to fill in the box? You know, on the, on the insurance form. What insurance form? Well, for the cat. The, the cat. cat's life insurance. <laughs> yeah. To compensate for Malachi's missed future earnings. Yeah, I no, don't think Malachi had a job. He's only seven. He's loads <laughs> of years ahead of him. He could work at the cat factory, right? Or... Argos, they, they employ anyone. <laughs> Not cats, they don't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I don't think that's what it's for. I'm thinking 
I'm hopeful, hoping that she, she loved and cared for Malachi, <laughs> who she has enclosed a picture of, because that will help with people <laughs> who three years ago she lost this cat. Probably looks different, might have shaved its head or something. Um, it's got a tattoo. Yeah. So, what, Texas, Sorry, do Texas. you want to speak? Okay, let's hear what Texas has you got has something to say, to say Texas? <laughs> it's genuinely scary. <laughs> Visual gags for a podcast. <laughs> Malachi climbed into a vehicle and ended up more than 20 miles away. He met a tabby cat whose owners he moved in with and lived with them for 10 months. For some reason, Malachi won't reveal what happened after that. He says Carmen doesn't need to know. <laughs> it does not mean that he has passed. He does not want to share his information. No word of a lie. That is written there. That is literally the best thing ever. Well, what is 20 miles away from Cornwall? In most directions, still Cornwall. <laughs> But I don't think he was driving, so he didn't really have a chance to decide where he ended up, did he? But it kind of sounds like he's run away and in, in ashamed, or is you I know mean, scared like or something. Like he's running some sort of drugs ring or something. <laughs> a catnip <laughs> ring. <laughs> no, I think you mean the cat tail. Wee cat pun. Yay. <laughs> um. Um, but yeah, so Texas, the psychic horse, he knows what your pets are thinking, but he respects their privacy, <laughs> so he won't tell you unless they want you to know. I still need some more information. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, Carmen has luckily CSI. replied. Oh, good. <laughs> Carmen says, I'm not sure what to make of the reading. <laughs> I don't think any of us are, Carmen. Malachi was scared of everyone, so I'd be surprised if he got into someone's car. However, we found his brother Merlin in a workman's van before Malachi went missing. I hope that whatever happened to Malachi after those ten months wasn't anything bad. Um. Fucking believable. I think that's a given that she hoped he hadn't been killed. Yeah. I th I thought when she first wrote in, she was, you know, wanted Texas to reassure <laughs> her. Not to go, yes, you're right, Carmen, he was horribly murdered. Good thing you got another cat. My favourite line is, dear, dear, dear psychic horse, I've just written to, I'm not sure what to make of that. <laughs> what? I think she was expecting so much more, wasn't she? Oh, like a precise GPS location. Yeah, <laughs> just a pickup address for Texas. <laughs> Not Texas. She doesn't want him. For Malachi. She wanted to pick up the dress for Malachi. We had a yeah. we had a work experience girl who got into a workman's van once. What, like Merlin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume she's pregnant now. She, yeah, she's yeah. dead now. She's dead now. <laughs> That's a true story. She's not dead. Um, but how do you think like, they, they entice the cat into the van? Pasties. Said like pasties. Always pasties. Fill their vans with cooked meats. Yeah. <laughs> right. <sighs> Texas. You're quite scary. No, don't do that. No. Okay, someone put him down, eh? Someone. <laughs> right. Let's go to full Pistorius. Just shoot him in the back of the head. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a round of applause for Texas Society Course. <laughs> Revive. Ah. I didn't mean it. I'm back. Ah, ooh. Oh, what did I miss? Everything. Nothing of import. Um, oh, good. Okay. Um, well, okay. So, um, it gives me a, a, a great pleasure. This is genuinely... Uh, a just, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage our incredible special guest for Saturday. It's, it's Loretta Main. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, team. What's up? What's up, kids? Bam. 
am. Uh, I've been. Uh, I was just having a. I was just having the best nap. At the back. It was like um, I had this dream about a horse and um, I could speak to animals. Um, I'd, I'd like to sing a song off my um, off an old album called uh, "I'm Not Drunk. I Just Need to Talk to You." And um, let's do a quick. Can you hear that? Is that okay? I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. No, now I really am bleeding. What are you doing, Andy? <laughs> the fuck is your problem? Jesus Christ. Oh, this. Uh, anyway, this song. Um, I, I th it'll be fine, Andy. It'll be fine. I don't trust you. <laughs> the song's called "I'm Fine," and it's about that brave face you have to put on when you bump into someone you broke up with, and maybe they moved on a bit faster than you did. <laughs> You said that we could still be friends, but you don't return any of my calls. But don't worry, I'll keep redialing because it stops me climbing up these walls. And I know you got my emails because I checked in your inbox. You didn't change your password and you didn't change your locks. But I'm fine, yeah, right, absolutely fine. I just wanted to let you know Now seemed like a good time You broke my heart and stole my soul You vicious valentine But I promise you I'm absolutely fine I watched while you were sleeping From your wardrobe the other day I wanted to approach you But then what's the girl to say? And then your new girlfriend arrived and climbed into your bed. I meant to creep out silently, but I shot you both instead. And now I'm fine, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. I'm sorry that I killed you both, came off wrong place, wrong time. There's blood all over your bedroom, I could probably sell it to the Guggenheim. Your girlfriend's in the bin now, so I'm fine. As I lie here and hold you, decaying body in my arms, I just can't help but succumb to your charms. And although I know you think it's wrong, it feels so very right. As I clutch your clammy body right into the night, and now I'm fine, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. Don't worry, I won't let him rot, I pickled him in brine. As my relationships go, I'll probably rate the 7.9. And now we're back together, I am fine. Besides, he's dead now, he can't argue, so I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. That was my song that I sang. Was that all I needed to do, Andy? I didn't know what the rules were. Oh, wow. Well, there were would you like to join us? No. Brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a vein. Woo! Bertha, will you please join us? Yes. Amazing. Right here. Why have you segregated please. your audience so it's ha women on one side and men? Is this a Jewish traditional event? <laughs> <laughs> it's like school, isn't it? What school did you get to? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to school, they'll be thinking girl, boy, girl, boy. I went all girls' school. That probably made that more difficult. What happens? This is one of those. If I do that, it's like what? Just a really leaky aircon. Awesome, Loretta. Thank you so much. Where do you want me to sit? Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat.
Have a seat. Um, where can we find you? Where? Here at the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, I'm at Bosco. Guys, you know, we probably fill it with all of this crowd. Uh, <laughs> the, Bosco, the Bosco tent on the old uh, George Gardens there. You know, the gardens where everyone just drinks and then you try and flyer them and they're like, what, there's shows on? Because you know, it's just a lot of bars there, so people are mainly excited about that. But it's cool, you know, it's a fun place. So that's the assembly? The assembly. Excellent. Assembly. Gardens, not the assembly rooms, the assembly gardens, so many different, same, same, not Sunday assembly, assembly gardens, some, not assembly mound, assembly, assembled assembly, it's just the assembly garden. A lot of assembly. A lot of assembly. Assemble at the assembly. That's well. what they say. And you got the full band with you? Full band, three part band, uh, for four if I'm playing, but I don't play that much because I'm, I'm too busy entertaining people, so I don't play, I just perform, you know, it's different. Well, would you join us in our patented game show. Why have you gone all weird and seductive? I, I can't help it. Uh, can you not? It's your aura. I think you should try. <laughs> 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 Loretta. Oh no, I'm singing now. Have you been spending a lot of time with Nicholas Parsons? Is this <laughs> what this is? Yes. <laughs> he has that effect on people. I can't help it. Um, yes, 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 yes. What should we, what should we do? Let's introduce yeah, our Yeah, should we do our, our brand new RG game show, Patent yes. Pending? It's the Tower of Evil. Tower mm. of Evil. Tower of Evil. The Tower of Evil. That's right. Yeah. What on earth is it, though? I'm going to drink this water, even you though do I that. don't know whose it is. It's is mine, it but I, I'm too weak to open it, so okay. it's, it's not been soiled. I'm very strong. <laughs> Beautiful. <sighs> Delicious. Refreshing. Right. Tower of Evil time. Tower of Evil time. Okay. The Tower of Evil is um, basically it helps us compare things on a scale of evil to mm. decide what's more evil because you know evil's everywhere, but difficult to know how much evil's in everything. I have a theory, Loretta. Yes. You may be able to back us up on this or not. Um, that you can only really be a maximum five percent evil. What? In your what? As in a, as a person? Oh yeah. No, you can be a hundred percent evil. Yeah, really? Ab but yeah. Like, well, okay, ex the acceptable amount of evil. Oh, well, there's no acceptable amount of evil. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to be... E no no one's ever made an evil soup. You know, a superhero nemesis is like, oh, it's okay, he's acceptably evil. That's <laughs> never happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're either evil or you're not evil. I'm going 3%. <laughs> I'm sorry. When have you ever been in a situation where you said, don't worry, that was acceptably evil? Yeah. Well, there was this incident in Summerfield once. Yeah? Well, this old lady came up to me and she went, oh, you're a lamppost. Can you get something from the top shelf for me? And I accidentally elbowed her. But I did actually get her the lychees. That was acceptably. Why evil. were they putting the lychees on the top shelf? It was Summerfield. Oh. It made no sense, but it was. Oh, were they in a can? Yeah, yes, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Canned lychees. So I was thinking about fresh produce. No. <laughs> Why did you elbow her? Was, I was feeling a little evil. But only 3%, yeah. as you say. <laughs> did you apologize after? Is that what stops it being Absolutely, evil? Absolutely, yeah, I, I did. I genuinely did. It was a true story. That's a very strange true story there, Andy, that we've revealed a lot more about yourself than you probably wanted it to. I've never told that to anybody. I'm well, not a living soul. <laughs> effect I have on people. <laughs> What's your thoughts? What's my thoughts? I think <laughs> I'm not doing well here. I think 3% evil is nothing. I think I'm at least sort of like 18% evil most of the time. It varies, but... What, like a resting evil Yeah, rate? and then it <laughs> goes up to about 40 if I do cardio. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, let's... Um, Every game show needs uh, glorious and glamorous hosts and assistants, right? Mm. We're the hosts. We've got and we're already glorious and glamorous. <laughs> We've got the glamorous Loretta May. Yeah, I'm real glamorous. I'm, a, I'm glamorous like, uh, you know, tights or, you know, I don't know, sunshine. This is a really annoying microphone. It's the worst. <laughs> Take the mic out. 
Go on. Release it. Release it. Release it from its current. He's quite evil. This guy here, he's quite evil. He's my number one fan, Alex. Alex, how evil are you? Look how cruel and evil his face is. How evil are you? Or as a percentage? I'll go for twenty percent. Look at that smile while he says it. Textbook. Yeah, go on. I'll, I'll be one fifth evil. That'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I brought one fifth of your audience. That's pretty you cool, did. isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Twenty percent. That means I get twenty percent of the door taking. Yes. Yeah. They didn't get him for free, did they? Because <laughs> <laughs> this hasn't cost enough already. Um. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's introduce some glamour <laughs> to the show. Glamour. Glamour. Actual glamour. Um. Michelle LaBelle. Isn't she lovely? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? If the audience turned around, they'd know what it was like to be run over by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Look. This was embarrassing. Now it's just comfortable. <laughs> Good belt. Sorry, work. Michelle. Carry on. Gorgeous today. That was fun in Sainsbury's, wasn't it? It was. Day one. Day one. Going, I need a bikini. Mm. Okay. Well, no, not if you do it up that loosely. <laughs> um, and Grax, everybody. Yeah. Come on, Grax. You got the tag on, mate. I was gonna take it back. Yeah. Get the money back. <laughs> Grax Bishop, Texas Psychic Horse, or and now as he's known as the Camel. <laughs> 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 oh, don't be ashamed, Grax. Everyone else who's come to see this show has already You're seen that. So, oh, right. all six. Um, right. Okay. What do we got first? First up on the Tower of Evil is mnemonics. Ooh, mnemonics. Um, or like like the mnemonic plague. That's what killed Richard Whiteley, isn't it? No, new mnemonics are wordplay. Oh, sorry. Which was a contributing factor in his death. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um, are mnemonics more or less evil than hornets? Loretta May. Well, less Thoughts. evil, quite frankly. You know, hornets are just horrible. horrible. Hornets are like like wasps got together and said, they're not scared enough of us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with something new. So they put on the fancy dress outfit and they become hornets. No one knows. No one even knows because we all know the traditional if you get a stung by a wasp, you put vinegar on it. If you get stung by a bee, you put bicarbonate of soda on it. What do you do when you get stung by a hornet? Panic. Exactly, you die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Emma, what do you think? I think they're less. Okay. So, ho so hornets are the you most. Think hornets are less evil. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. why is she disagreeing with me? <laughs> because I mean, there's an element of of chance, not chance, and you know, mystery in this game, but they're clearly more evil. Anyway, Michael, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! Yeah. More evil. That's a point to everyone, I think. Yay. How are you measuring this? Uh, it's just science. It's <laughs> okay. Great. It's on the scale of evil. Mm. Christopher at the top end. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are we going to compare <laughs> hornets to, Grax? Narcolepsy. Oh, Narcolepsy. Mm, okay. Thoughts. Let's go to uh, this. Let's go over here. What do we think, Adam? Narcolepsy more or less evil than hornets? Uh, less evil. Why? Hornets are horrible. Fact. Fair point. Fair point. Um, I've got a fact about narcolepsy. Did you know one in every 2,000 people suffer from narcolepsy? <laughs> every night. I often wonder whether narcoleptics tire of such lazy humour about their condition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they do. Yeah, they probably do. Loretta, what are your thoughts? 
What's the next one? Michelle. More evil. Narcolepsy is more evil. Shocking. Narcolepsy is more evil uh, than yeah. Hornets. Yeah. The tower doesn't lie. Uh, okay. Yeah, science. 60% of the time, the tower's right. Definitely. Right. What are we going to compare narcolepsy to? Oh, unprotected sex. Now, um, Michael Bell had one job before we came here. Props-wise, he had to print and laminate these things. That is a picture he picked for unprotected sex. I'm going to read it for the audience at home. <laughs> I fell in love with a boy, and I've not been the same since. <laughs> she thought she could trust him. I don't think you were really committed to making it a brilliant laminate because some of them are sticking out the edges as but well. Unprotected so sex harder. is a big thing, right? As in, yeah. but, but, but there's a big broad, is it unprotected sex with strangers or unprotected sex with the same guy forever and ever and ever? <laughs> Just in general. I mean, they could be different levels of evil, but we'll take the mean average level of evil for unprotected sex uh, in all scenarios. Which is that, which is compared to narcolepsy? Yeah. Oh, it's probably It's probably less evil. Than narcolepsy. Okay, I'm maybe. Gonna, I'm gonna dip in. Hold on, guys. What do we think? Oh, she's seen the science. <laughs> oh, but will we confound you by not? You, you might be wrong, but you might <laughs> be right. Oh no, <laughs> foiled. Okay, Michelle, let's have it. Oh, oh no! More evil than that. But will we trick you wow. next time? We don't know. Do you, do you know actually? The NHS has some most frequently asked safe sex questions on their <laughs> website. <laughs> um, my favourite—they've picked the fifteen most frequent ones they get asked. Apparently, my favourite is: Can you use cling film as a condom? The NHS says top fifteen <laughs> questions, and that came up. The answer is no, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, Although I'm yes, sure you can. Yeah. It just—they they can't. It's not like the NHS is allowed to recommend that. <laughs> I recommend <laughs> cling film as, <laughs> as a contraception. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Right, anyway. But also unprotected sex is very useful as a weapon. So, <laughs> you know, then you sleep with someone and be like, no, don't worry about it. I'm on the pill. It's fine. Oh. And then who knows what happens in the future, you know. Mm. He That's why he doesn't want evil. a second date. Mm. Well, you could say it's evil. I'm looking at it from the other side of the perspective. Okay. You know, it's a way to get the rent paid. That's why it's brilliant. Yay, go unprotected sex. Yeah. It's a Loretta main top tip. Top tip. Yeah. yeah. Cling film and blackmail. That's what I say. Good. What are we going to compare it to, Grax? The next one is fracking. Fracking. Wow, fracking. Yeah. Fracking. <laughs> We're getting a good picture of your audience back home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fracking. <laughs> Fracking. Nature has given us lots like crude oil and natural gas and yogurt. Uh, but now we've taken too much and we have to explode the earth to get more out. That's what fracking is. It's like when you burp a baby, or as I like to refer it, human fracking. <laughs> um, so, yeah. More or less evil. What fracking is definitely more evil than yeah? unprotected sex because you can destroy the whole damn world with that. Okay. You know, unprotected mm -hmm. sex just destroys a few people's reproductive systems. Um, <laughs> Alex, thoughts? I'd gone for uh, unprotected sex being more evil. Oh, okay. What the fuck, Alex? You're my number one fan. Uh, I'm sorry. How dare you disagree with me? Oh, no. Well, What's this all about? As you said, I'm looking at it from the other side. Oh, no. Next, you're going to unfollow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> there was a small earthquake in Blackpool about 18 months ago due to fracking. Just think about it. Mm. Right. More or less evil. Is fracking more or less evil? 
Lassie, what? Oh, All your Guardian Readership fans are going to leave. <laughs> oh, no. Audience have taken the lead with only two things to go. Here we go. What's what we next? next? The next thing in the item is Snowman. Wow. Which snowman is it, though? Oh. The snowman or a snowman? How about these, for example? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel that that picture is leading the witness, you know? <laughs> I think snowmen in general will go with. So mm. just ask general snowmen. They're evil. But we can't prove they're evil. But under interrogation, they can't take the heat. Pow! <laughs> yeah! Nice. Home time mm. tomorrow. Home time tomorrow. <laughs> then I'll be put back in my box. Right. More or less evil. Um, right, let's dip into the man with the crazy name. What, what, what is your name? name it's not that. It isn't <laughs> that, is it? <laughs> he said, I, I didn't hear how he spelt it, and then he said, spell it how you want. <laughs> so I did. All the consonants. Good. Yeah. All right, okay, so snowman, more or less evil. I don't want to show you. I was going to say more, because this is a weird show, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Best, re best review. It's like he's beaten the system. Ah, oh, no, he knows that it's it all makes no sense at all. Absolutely. Okay, mm. is a snowman more or less evil than the front? Oh wow! Turning around and everything. Less evil. Less evil. Safe answer. Safe answer. So, have you drawn level then? Have we drawn level? Yeah, it's cool. This is the decider. This is the decider of the Tower of Evil. Okay. Yeah, incorrect recycling. Wow. Yeah. Every ton of paper that you recycle saves a lot of stuff, apparently. 17 trees, 380 gallons of oil, 3 cubic yards of landfills, 4,000 kilowatts of energy, 7,000 gallons of water. So if you recycle wrong, you've ruined that. And you should feel very bad about it. Mm. Mm. Loretta, do you, do you recycle? Uh, yeah, because I have a lot of glass uh, to recycle, a lot of bottles. And cling film, a lot of cling film. <laughs> there are very few cling film recycling facilities available. Especially not when it's soiled. Uh, it's so exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I do recycle. I think incorrect recycling is far worse than snowmen. I mean, people, people, people have to go through that shit. You know, worse is when people don't rinse it out. They don't rinse that out. Mm. Oh. Who doesn't rinse their orange juice carton? It's a big issue. That's yeah. it, Emma. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that over there. It was a pointed thing I knew from just looking at you. Emma says... Why? Right. Okay. Michelle. <laughs> no why. Here we go. Yay! Points to everyone. It's a draw. Everyone's a winner, baby. But the main winner is podcasting. And evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much wraps up the RG podcast. Uh, Loretta Main, how can we find you on the on the Twitter sphere? And, uh, uh, why don't you ask Alex? <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex, how can we find Loretta on Twitter? You follow Loretta. Loretta Main probably will do. Uh, yeah. It's at Loretta Main. Thanks. Loretta. Top Twitter too. Alex, you're supposed to be my PR. You're supposed to be helping. <laughs> at, at Loretta Main is how you find me on Twitter. Fantastic. Anywhere else we could find you? LorettaMain.com. Good leaning. If you Google me, then you know I come up. <laughs> <laughs> Second top tip. It's fantastic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Grace, don't say so that creepy, in that outfit. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, mm. a round of applause, please, of Grex Bishop. Grex! The fantastic Michael Bell. Yeah! The Mirth Wrangler, Adele Cliff. Yeah! 
Yay! Um, we're on um, iTunes and Stitcher and all the odd podcasty things. It's www.rgproductions.com and I'm not going to do that bit at the end because we can edit it in afterwards. Thank you very much for your time. Have an amazing Saturday. Thank you for coming to the show. That's the end from us. Goodbye! <laughs>